Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girlbomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. The Around the NFL podcast has plenty of cap room to work with. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes, Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. That's that's probably true. They're not spending a lot of cap room on the four of us, that's for sure. We were just discussing our myriad financial issues uh, individual it's the one thing we all have in common uh, <laughs> it bonds it. us yes except for me <laughs> oh yeah are you a millionaire Lindsay? close so you actually have the money it's like in oh, your it's account mine. It's-, it's in your account because i've heard i've heard some um stories now sometimes you can know that the the cryptocurrency is there but if it's this old thing, like it's tough to sometimes actually get it into your account if it's old school. But well, you're if not you don't, as soon dishes. as I found out that I had it, I took it and transferred it. And you got it. It's yeah. all good. If you're new, wow. it's a, it's Lindsay, our producer. It's a Bitcoin largesse that she stumbled. She upon somehow a, found some Bitcoin yeah. just hanging around in in the right. corner of her room. Is it north of five figures? Yes. I thought you already said it. Who on the podcast? We went over. We went like did over under. Maybe you weren't here. I don't recall so, that either. Really? It's when we were at the at the combine. Oh, right? Okay. No, I was, thought I didn't know that was we it. had clear uh, clarity at that point. All right, congratulations, bully to you, Lindsay. Uh, the rest of it. <laughs> we don't. We don't. By so the way, when we find out that people around us become wealthy, we don't feel good for you at all. We're just jealous and probably More filled anger. with rage. Yeah. More rage. You you okay. barely have to work the rest of your life. Exactly. Uh, yes, this is the Friday edition of the Around the NFL podcast. Uh, we are. Just days away now from the start of free agency. And you know, if you are a longtime listener to the show, you know that that's when we put on our thinking caps and we break out another edition of Go Get My Lunch, Ya Human Zero, where we predict, we predict various free agency happenings uh, against one another, putting sandwiches on the line, high, oct- high octane sandwiches. 
and uh, we'll do that on today's show, each of us coming up with uh, a set of predictions, and it will be a lot of fun. Also, plenty to talk about in the news as teams continue to maneuver ahead of the start of free agency, the legal tampering window. Stupidest phrase in professional sports begins on Monday and free agency opens on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. And true to Greg Rosenthal's promise to society, we have an ongoing trade tsunami sweeping across the nation. The tsunami is washing ashore in Los Angeles, especially. Give us that terrible tsunami drop already. We're going to drown in it. Greg finally cooks up a drop. You got to hit us with it, Linz. Wait, was that just Lindsay's voice? Nope. That was good. There it is. There it is. I like – is there a car in there in the tsunami? I guess it's getting – It's okay. It's an okay. It's it's a good start, Greg. <laughs> what is that? I, 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 I'm not – what are you he, talking about? I feel that Greg is dead. You're, you're saying with the drop. I yeah. mean, his prediction, the is, prediction is dead on. Home run. I, to the point where the start of free agency cannot be any hazier than in, than in any other time. It's all started already. Uh, all right. So, yeah, let's get into all that news. And, yeah, let's start, let's start with some trade talk. Let's do some news. Let's go. The trade tsunami begins with a trade that went down on Friday. Oh, my goodness. Jarvis Landry, who signed a franchise uh, tender with the Miami, Miami Dolphins, has been sent to... Mark Sessler's Cleveland Browns. They're trading two draft picks, uh, according to Adam Schefter, who originally reported it. Rap sheet came on later and uh, also reported that Landry is going to the Browns. We don't know at the time of this taping uh, what picks are going to um, Miami in the deal, but the Dolphins clear some cap space, much needed. The Browns, Mark Sessler, have a ton of cap space, and they're going to sign Landry to a big deal, it sounds like, as well. We'll start with you on this one, Mark. Do you like the trade for your Brownies? I mean, it didn't blow me away because Jarvis Landry is not someone on my radar that that I fantasized about the team necessarily grabbing. But the thing is, they need players on offense with a history of production. He gives you that. They have too many draft picks. You can't bring all these rookies into the team year after year. Depending on what sort of deal this long-term deal is and, and whether or not he fits into a very young locker room, those would be my questions. But Cleveland had to go get some veteran players to go along with all that. This is with such a young, raw roster. And I've heard behind the scenes that they, the roster and the way that the locker room is made up is, is there's a lot of attitude issues on this team. So Jarvis Landry is an interesting person to bring into that mix. But if you want to lure a free, free agent quarterback in and make things easier for a rookie quarterback, Landry helps. Landry has 400 catches in his first four seasons. Uh, he is a guy that uh, has the ability to be a game changer with his talent, but he also, Wes, as you've said uh, many times on this show, does a lot of his damage near the line of scrimmage, so maybe not a game-breaker talent. And I, I would I would add that um, I would have, I'd be concerned if I was a team go, a, a premium player going to the Browns. I'd almost want to go to the Browns once I know for sure that they've figured their stuff out and they're going in the right direction. I feel like Landry is potentially in a dangerous spot here, but he's going to get paid a lot of money, so you can't feel too bad for him. I wouldn't want to pay someone with that niche skill set, slot receiver skill set, that much money in a vacuum. But a very bad organization found a good player to take its money. And growing up in the 90s with the Bengals, I know how hard that is. Teams usually use that organization to get paid by someone else. 
not to get paid by that organization. The Browns had some of the most unreliable receivers in the league, which is a poor recipe for the number one overall picking the draft or number four overall pick if it's a quarterback coming in. You don't want a rookie coming in with unreliable pass catchers. So I think just having a rock-solid guy like that who moves the chains is, is a good fit for the Cleveland And you paid a premium, but that's why you built up all this a little bit of the premium, not just the, the cap space, which you have to spend on someone. And Ian Rappaport does say that the contract is coming. We know that Landry was asking for, I think, around $15-plus million a year from the Dolphins. We'll see what it comes to. I don't really buy that slot receivers aren't worth it. To me, that doesn't make sense, especially after watching Julian Edelman, for instance. Well, they the don't draw double teams. That's one of the reasons why they're not. But a, a, I think he's a guy who can make bigger plays than he has. He's not a vertical receiver, but he's he has such great quickness. He's known for his competitiveness, his fire, his heart. So I know he's had a couple issues where he's maybe rubbed some people the long, wrong way, but I think he's not a guy that anyone questions his work ethic or how much he wants to win. And you're paying a premium because you're not just paying the salary, you're paying a pick. I would guess it would be one of those second-round picks. We'll find out. But I love this move for the Browns because they need players, and, and he's a player, and he's going to be there for a while. I almost feel like the Dolphins are lucky this happened because it seemed like they could have, in another scenario, they would have been sitting on this deal for the entire season. All right, so the Browns at another uh, playmaker with the quarterback on the way. Get excited, Mark Sessler. We'll see. Let's uh, move on. More trade tsunami. The L.A. Rams. I love this. I, I feel like Les Snead is really feeling himself right now. He's confident. He saw a team. What did they go, 12-4 and four last year? 11 and 5. 11 and 5. I uh, had a home playoff game. Didn't work out for them. But instead of saying, oh, I like this team, rest on your laurels, no. He's polishing this gem now and he's making moves. Marcus Peters was acquired a couple weeks ago and now they have another type fo- top flight cornerback in the building. The Rams and Broncos finalized the deal that will send cornerback Akib Talib to Los Angeles, Los Angeles in exchange for a fifth round pick. Ooh, that's a nice deal. Uh, for less, uh, that, this according to James Palmer and Rap Sheet, uh, the move uh, comes just hours after Rappaport reported a standoff and trade talks involving Talib and a reunion with the Patriots. Uh, uh, Chris Wessling, uh, keep Talib, has maybe a couple years in the tank still, and a very talented cornerback. Another great move by the Rams, right? Yeah, while the Seahawks are tearing down their historically great secondary, the Rams are building a great secondary to maintain control of the N- the NFC West, which if there's a change in the guard, it certainly seems like Les, Les Snead is not resting on his laurels here. Hmm. I, to me, it speaks a lot to the power of having a Wade Phillips in your building that, that is, has sort of a tractor beam on players wanting to go play, and especially cornerbacks be maximized in his system. And it's, you know, the Rams are losing some guys too. Tremaine Johnson's out the door. But they are—they're—they're not losing ground when you when you make moves like this. No, and the reason he wanted to go, I would assume, to Los Angeles over New England is that they're paying him eleven million dollars, and that's what's different about trading in the NFL now. I find it fascinating that after all these moves, they have—they still have about forty million dollars in cap room. So I don't think they're done at all. They sent a lot of players out. I don't think they've somehow built themselves 
into some crazy dream team. It is a great secondary with Peters and Tlaib, and we know Tlaib works with Wade Phillips. But as you mentioned, they're losing Tremaine Johnson. Their other starter, Kayvon Webster, isn't going to be ready for the start of the year. They're losing Nicole Roby Coleman. So they have upgraded their secondary, but they had as many good free agents, I believe probably more than any team in the NFL. And they're now sending Alec Ogletree, who played a lot for them, and Robert Quinn, who played a lot for him. So I don't think they're done yet. They they still have moves to go. They had to be active. It reminds me a little bit of the Eagles last year. Like, they made a lot of moves in the first year Howie was back, and then they kept going crazy. I think the Rams knew they, they needed even more to really be able to maintain the level they were at. And I mentioned Sam Shields. He also signed with the team on Thursday, and he... Uh, as a 2014 Pro Bowl selection. Uh, so you add another uh, name brand to that secondary. Uh, also hasn't played in a while. I I think the Sam Shields kind of got baked into this. Is like Concussion. They, they, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, you know, I think that it, we'll see what you get from him. I thought it was interesting. Wes, you, you retweeted a couple of people who just the, the impact that Tlaib made in Denver was immense. A couple of their beat writers separately tweeted – how, about how high his uh, football IQ is, how well-respected he was in the Denver locker room, all of this going counter to his reputation as a guy who got in trouble and is kind of instigator. Um, but but apparently he's been one of the most important players in the last decade for the Denver Broncos. I mean, it, does, it confirms not that we need confirmation that they're clearing room to make a serious run at Kirk Cousins too. Absolutely. Uh, next up on the trade tsunami, Torrey Smith, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, it's on the East Coast, too. Oh, man, it's hitting us from all directions. Just throwing this out there, tsunamis cause waves of death and fatalities and destruction. Mm-hmm. I like our lighter approach and, you know, to, to, to point light and make fun of something that uh, wipes out large amounts of humans. Well, trade tsunamis kind are, of in just, our are just fun, though. They're just fun. They're not going to. Yeah, no they're one, different. Tsunami. I mean, no, you're no talking about the weather. I feel like phenomenon. I heard like a car like no smashing into someone's. Oh, that guy's dead. Yeah. Okay. Quarterbacks throw bombs. Well, fair point. <laughs> Torrey Smith is moving on. The Eagles traded uh, the veteran wide receiver to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for cornerback Daryl Worley. Oh, this according to Rap Sheet on Friday. This one's also fun. I love these trades. Sometimes it's a little annoying. It's like. Uh, player X gets traded uh, for a third-round pick this year and a 15th-round pick in the, in the next year, <laughs> and then they're also sending a seventh-round pick and, and, and their cousin's dog. And it's just like, you know, sometimes just give Daddy a one-for-one. One. And that's what we got here, a little Smith for Warley. Good old-fashioned challenge and, trade. And, and I, I'll, uh, I'll tee you up on this one, Mark. The NFL's wave of fever dream trade action rages on a Sessler lead. Well, I mean, I think this is a, 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 just like the Rams – who their philosophy, sorry, appears to be trade, wheel and deal, acquire players before you know any sort of window opens. Well, the Eagles are in that same business, and they have been they have been for years. And to get anything for Torrey Smith is a bonus because they were simply going to cut him to clear cap space, which they desperately need to do. This one shocked me. Daryl Worley, a young starter, twenty three years old, just turned twenty three. I didn't think the Eagles would get anything, like Mark said, for Torrey Smith. And then to be able to get this guy, maybe the Eagles turn around and trade Ronald Darby. There's been whispers this week that he's on the market. Wow, really? Whispers. That's wild. Uh, it shows how valuable fair contracts are because they signed this deal, Torrey Smith. He had no cap hit to them if they decided to cut him this year, and that's what they were going to do. But because they signed him to a pretty good contract – then they get the benefit of getting something for him. I think Worley lost some of his playing time at the end of the year. Uh, the Panthers 
coaching staff clearly uh, kind of lost lo- their love with for him, but he was a pretty high pick, has played quite a bit, and it's a curious move by Carolina. Like I, Ron Rivera said that he wanted a veteran receiver in a young group, but now he's their highest-paid receiver. He hasn't really produced the last couple years. If it's, I'm a Panthers fan, I'm a little underwhelmed. It's like uh, trying to um, have lightning strike a third time since they already got Ted Ginn to do it twice. Right. A, a fast guy with right. shaky hands, that seems like – Tory Smith playing the tag tag general now. Our buddy Matt Harmon wrote a good piece on potential Allen Robinson landing spots, and he had the Panthers on that list. It feels like they need somebody else uh, to step in there and, and be a real option for Cam to fully potentially regain that MVP form. Hey, Howie Roseman, by the way? Yeah. Since he uh, returned from his banishment to the uh, grounds of Mount Airy Lodge in the Poconos, since he came home, they let him home and got chip out the door. Fifteen trades now. Wow. How about don't, that? Don't underestimate Joe Douglas, who works in that front office, former Ravens. I guy. have underestimated. <laughs> Joe Douglas will have his own GM job next year at this time. Roseman feeling himself at the Combine, by the way. I think in years past when he was sort of newer. Doesn't he, he deserve to? No, he does. We would get a little sweaty during his, his pressers. And, like, you know, the Philly, the Philly beat reporters all grilling him and the Eagles weren't doing so hot back then. He just rolled into the combine this time. Dress so, business I, Say whatever I want to say. I, yeah, I mean, I and and he should. He, oh, yeah. he has made it in a way very few people in NFL history have because the NFL is so conservative. It's always about football guys. Even scouts like a Joe Douglas type come up a traditional way and they played football and all this. And you got old Howie Roseman, you know, looking like a, you know, a financial analyst down at wall street. And he's wiping these, the floor with these teams. I love it. He's like a teenage girl from a nineties movie. Take off the glasses, you know, (laughs) no longer a nerd. Everybody wants him now. Can't hardly wait. That's what you're going with. Yeah. Uh, Where's who's who's Freddie Prince Jr. In this scenario. It's, it's more, Accurate to she's all that. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. I haven't He's actually Rachel seen, Lee Cook. Haven't seen these movies. He's but. Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, he's coming down the stairs in the red dress, and Sixpence None the Richer is playing. Sixpence None the Richer. Kiss me upon a bearded barley. Swing, swing. Greg has that one. A depressing era in film. No <laughs> yeah, pour one out for Freddie Prince Jr. He's not dead. No, but. Yeah, his career. His career's been gone for a lot of, oh, Freddie's a lot of voiceover work for him. Freddie he was in a the baseball movie with Jessica Biel. He was in a baseball movie with Jessica Biel, Greg. He also, he's <laughs> married. Cape, the Cape Cod Cape Cod I've, yeah. I've been to the Cape Cod Summer Godley. Catch, of course. He's also um, uh, happily married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. He is? Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame. How yes. about that? I didn't know that. Pronunciation. Freddie's fine. Lay off Freddie, all right? <laughs> that the Freddie Prince Jr. portion of the podcast was sponsored by the DVD Summer Catch. <laughs> it's it's available for four ninety nine everywhere. No, you're not getting four ninety nine for this. <laughs> Moving on, it's officially over for Richard Sherman and the Seattle Seahawks. The All Pro cornerback has been released by the team. This coming after we learned that Sherman had been sending texts to teammates saying goodbye. There was, I guess, an attempt uh, potentially by Seattle to make a trade, but they weren't able Mike Garofalo made a good point uh, yesterday on NFL Network. They were shopping Sherman last year, and they were hoping to get a first-round pick, and they couldn't even get a, a third-round pick offer for Sherman. So obviously coming off a torn Achilles and a year older, the trade market was going to be shriveled up even more. And a big price tag. too. And a big price tag. So the decision was made, let's just part ways. So Richard Sherman enters uh, the top 101 NFL.com. Obviously, your free agency list scientist, where did he come down? 
Weighing in at 166 pounds, he hails from Martha's Vineyard. He is NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal. Don't hail from Martha's Vineyard. Another lie that Dan's been propagating. Uh, and what? You put 30 pounds on me. Lie. I kind of wish. I, I don't know if I wish I was 166. That would be trouble. 166? That would, I think that would be bad on my body frame. That would be a lot. You're you're far less than 166? I'm like 135. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Where's Richard Sherman in the top one? I mean, that's a big difference. That's fine. That's fine. Big difference. Where is he? Yeah. He's disrespected is where he is. Ooh, ooh, a little scientist clash here? Wow, it's almost like you're setting this up for uh, conflict. <laughs> I don't know. I'm learning this in real time. Yeah, Why do you have the drop of Greg weighing in? That was that was a – good how you – Lindsay had a just own uh, communication, it. Just, actually. Just, just own it. No, really. It. Lindsay and I w- had a – Wes was very upset. We had a big disagreement. Apoplectic would be the word. We had a big disagreement on where he should rank in when the ranking. When did this happen? I don't how know I why – I, I wasn't really involved too much. I just kind of texted in where, where I thought he should be. We disagreed on a ton of players throughout um, this process, and it wasn't a big deal. We just averaged it, too. But this one particularly galled you, Wes. So I, I, you have the floor. Well, I mean, on one hand, none of this matters. Like it's, It doesn't matter where we rank Richard Sherman on this list. On the other hand, I was just kind of like, what, what's the logic behind ranking him low? A guy who's never been anything but a success – and we've already decided that most of these guys from, I don't know, five on down aren't even that good of players. So why not rank a good player high? Wait. What was the the difference between you two? I, I, had I like, would have put him ahead of Sheldon Richardson, which you, would have put him fourth. Yeah, you, okay. you had him as the top cornerback available. I had him around 40. I would rather have like a guy like Maurice Claiborne, for instance, for him, a young guy who's healthy. I think the history of— Maurice Claiborne. Uh, Morris Claiborne, rather. Sorry. How is he any healthier or younger than Richard Sherman? He's a few years younger. He's coming off a good season. A guy coming off a torn Achilles to me at 30 years old, maybe not his best year, not a dominant I remember when everybody said the same thing about Cameron Wake at age 35 last year coming off an Achilles. How about Brent Grimes? Brent Grimes, Michael Crabtree, Darrell Sluggs. The... Technology for Achilles reached a turnaround about a decade ago where it used to be a death sentence. Now it's a totally different procedure that they give people, and people bounce back all the time. It, they, they do. He was at a level where I don't think he was outplaying Brent Grimes or, or necessarily the guys around that level. And you also got a second surgery. He's also not going to be ready till July and August. And I don't think this is like a, a crazy hot take because I think that if you look at the deals that he's going to get, in free agency, he's not going to get a great deal. He was hoping to get a pretty, you know, significant pay cut even from the the Seahawks. I think he's going to settle for like a one year, five or six million dollar contract. These guys that are younger and they're healthier, they're going to get the big money because that's what the NFL values. The only thing I would say is that when I look at Richard Sherman, because a lot of times we want we want to try to predict the downfall of a player or or the, the, the you know their athletic ability receding before it happens, not after when everyone can see it. But he is one guy I would not doubt. I would not openly doubt. I feel like he is going that's, to have another season I'm or two. Too. I liked your landing spots, too. I couldn't agree more with who you put at the top, the Niners. The well, Niners. yeah, he's a West Coast guy. He just keeps, seems to me Ooh. more than most players a and West that, Coast guy. And that could be a way to get paid because the 49ers are paying big money. It only takes one team. He, he landed at 18, which was – close to halfway between like the two of us and that seems fine we disagreed on a, on a lot of players but 
Sher- Sherman is a guy I, d- I don't want him si- I don't want to sign him to this contract. I think the Seahawks being so wary of keeping him anymore to me is concerning. He I- made one qu- he made one point that he said he absolutely must go to a team with a great quarterback that he's not going to just go somewhere for money. He's smart. He's yeah. smart and he is a tremendous competitor. I'm with uh, Mark and I'm with Wes on this one. I think he's a guy that I would not doubt, and I would not be surprised if he's having a Pro Bowl season next year somewhere, and he's letting people know about it, namely that, John Schneider. That would be fun. He, he maybe, maybe I'm a little antsy. When we make mistakes on this on this list, if you go back through them, it's almost always just overrating guys at the back end of their career with a big name. I think it, I being think, a top 40 free agent isn't terrible. To me, you're like looking at guys that are starting in the NFL. I just don't know if he's going to be a difference-making starter when he's not even going to be on the field till August. I think you'll find that our mistakes are all over the map. That's true. Uh, all right. So <laughs> where you come down on this, Greg, you may end up right, but in terms of the uh, court of public opinion in this room, you're gonna, you took an L there. <laughs> however, the NFL, the NFL teams will agree with me. However, that yeah, doesn't matter. That That's not what, that what matters the is argument. the play on the field. Yes. But what I'm West hasn't to... been this uh, disagreeable <laughs> about a ranking Greg's since uh, a- Adrian Peterson. I don't think anyone's doubting that he's not going to get a monster contract, but that he's going to prove people wrong. That's where right. I come from. I'm will still backing me... Adrian Peterson. Will you let me pivot into a compliment of you? <laughs> I don't like no, you're upset. You're upset with West now. Uh, that was, <laughs> I'm not upset that's with not West what at all. West, I'm trying you to just, build a bridge with West. You're just trying to throw West. a Peterson dagger. He was at upset. Him. Let's just move on because you deserve Mondo credit, Greg for breaking some news on the inside uh, yes. beat. Thank you very much. Here with NFL.com's Greg Rosenthal. The NFL.com. The NFL.com. The NFL.com. The NFL.com's Greg not, not just this show, but this entire program has become an ego finessing for Greg. Endless I don't, sound I don't drops want any of about these. Greg. Greg breaking all his news. <laughs> Greg coming up with sound drops to celebrate Greg's off-season theories. It is an endless wave of Greg appreciation, as it should Let's be. Let's get it back to Dan appreciation. <laughs> Where it should Let's be. Let's pivot off that. Tyron Matthew, known as the Honey Badger, spoke with NFL media's Greg Rosenthal. Nice little... Way to dodge the dot-com network issue <laughs> that surrounds Greg's career. Um, and in that co- – what are you looking at my papers for? Greg? said that. <laughs> I'm talking. I said oh, it. You said it. Oh, I was like, is that in print somewhere? Greg is slowly, slowly sneaking his you. head over Dan like, you know, fell out of his chair. I want to know who wrote it. But I was like, I didn't write that. Uh, anyway – uh, Honey Badger confirmed to Greg in the NFL Network green room that the Cardinals uh, approached him formally about taking a pay cut. Rap sheet then added off Greg's conversation slash report that it is a big pay cut that they want uh, mm-hmm. Honey Badger to take. And it's the way it sounded to me, the way he was talking. He was, I mean, it's a tough time for Honey Badger. Not my favorite part of um, NFL coverage this time of year. The guy goes to the car wash at NFL Network today. <laughs> and, all right, Greg had the interview. Nice job. Now he goes on Damashek's podcast, and he's getting questions. And then he has to go on Total Access, and, and Lindsey Rhodes is hitting him up with questions about his future. It sounds like the guy, is pr- his pride's been hurt a little bit here, and I don't think he'd be amenable to uh, a big pay cut. So I, I think he might end up on this top 101 list too, and high up. I think he will. He... He said, you know, there's different types of restructures. You know, you could move money around, but what I'm not too comfortable is what he said with, you know, taking money out of my pocket. 
And that sounded to me, and with the Inns report, that it was significant. I think it was probably around five million a year. That he maybe no longer fits. It's a totally different system. Exactly what they do, and I, you know, I said that. I said this is kind of a tough day for you to be going on because. Thursday was the first day he had heard from the Cardinals. He said the first time he really thought he might be cut was when he heard Steve Keim talk at the NFL scouting combine just a week ago. This is Greg making news at the combine again. This is like Steve Smith all over again. Greg getting people cut. (laughs) It's not like I'm – give me a break. It's your move. You're going to use it. He he agreed, though. I I made the the suggestion that in the end you might get more money – getting cut than you were going to get with the Cardinals anyway. Stinky Davis, you're, you're <laughs> facilitating his exit from Arizona I was where he's beloved. To, he was very relaxed. I, I said it's answers. I said it was, isn't this a tough day? And he was like, nah, I'm cool. I'm relaxed about and it. And I believe him. He and cool and he was life. very relaxed and very just down to talk. But his he said, well, that's what my agent thinks too. His agent is Tom Condon, who's maybe the most powerful agent in the business, and his agent thinks he can get more money than he would have gotten from Arizona. So it might not be the worst thing in the world. He sounded pretty conflicted. He'd love to stay there, but he might have, like, the Giants, for instance, has his old defensive coordinator. They could use him. Why not? All right, so there you go. We'll see how that all goes. Let's move on. DeMarco Murray and the Titans. It's over. Uh, The Titans uh, will release the veteran running back. Uh, This comes after a year in which um, it became clear that Murray maybe wasn't moving the way he used to, and Derrick Henry is ready to be the lead back in Tennessee West. Do you think that Murray will have much of a market uh, um, effective immediately? No, there's only a handful of veteran running backs getting paid more than $5 million right now. And I just don't think NFL teams pay running backs anymore, especially 30-year-old running backs. Uh, Murray's tape, when people are going to look at it, is not going to be good. If they go look at 2016, fine. But for a 30-year-old running back, you're going to look at the most recent season and they're going to find him not making anyone miss in the hole because he was battling hamstring issues all year long. And the knee injury in the playoffs meant Derrick Henry got the playing time, which sealed his fate because Henry went for 190 against the Chiefs. They only have David Flewellen and Kalfani Muhammad behind Derrick Henry. You love Flewellen. He's long like been Flewellen, a big but they're uh, going to need. They need. Are they going to draft someone? I think. What about so. your boy uh, Daniel Cobb? Is that his name? David Cobb. David Cobb. I wouldn't. I wouldn't classify him as my boy, <laughs> but um, I'm not. I don't. Even, not even sure where he is right now. A I'll, I'll training camp darling of Mark Sessler in the Tennessee backfield about two summers ago, was it? Uh, it's a different. It's actually someone different. I will. I'll re- report back on that. It was not him. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, the Bengals declined to pick up the option on Adam Jones, who's been in the league forever. Uh, I don't know if it closes the door on his career in Cincinnati. We'll see. Uh, but they declined to pick up the option. Then this. <laughs> it's this new nice thing that. Teams are putting out declined to pick up option when it's you, they released him. I mean, he had a contract and they're releasing him. Right. I don't know why. It's just a thing that I've. It's been on my radar the last couple of weeks. Why are teams doing that? It's just like it sounds. It's confusing to me. It's a jargon switch. Uh, a little saucy ongoing buzz. This is based reports that are percolating in the NFL. So we'll throw them out real quick here. The Miami Dolphins to cut and Damakun Sue. This is the latest report now from uh, ESPN's Diana Marie Rossini, uh, who says the Dolphins are, quote, discussing releasing Sue, the defensive tackle who signed for all the money in the world about two, was it three uh, springs ago uh, with the Dolphins? 
but now Miami is facing some major cap issues, and I believe Sue has a cap number of twenty six million this year, which he is does. essentially unheard of. He's still the highest paid defensive player in the league. He has been since the day he signed that contract. Uh, and this comes this report. The Miami Herald has been on the beating this drum for uh, several weeks now. Sue gone. Hmm. Saucy. I mean, what happened to the Lions once they got rid of Ndamukong and Sue? I mean, I don't. I just think, and, and you know, Greg, you tweeted this that you go out and you get Robert Quinn, and then what? A week later, you don't have Ndamukong and Sue. That's your defense going backwards, not forwards. Doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are you adding mid-level, mediocre, maybe players and getting rid of a, a very good player? This is my favorite cycle of the NFL season. It's the time of the year when the Dolphins cut their previous mistakes <laughs> to make room for their new mistakes. <laughs> By the way, saw Diana Marie Rossini at our uh, Super Bowl hotel. Nice and woman. Leaving. Well, no, I have terrible. Not eyesight. a nice woman. No, I don't know. No interaction. Oh. I have terrible eyesight, but I thought from across the way that she was someone else that we work with. So I was like, "How you doing? Good to see you." And then like she was leaving to get a cab, and she walked by me like, "Who is this guy who just spoke to me?" And I thought that was. I, I sat next to her at one of those uh, Eagles games, I believe. Very, very nice little Rossini action on the uh, podcast today. In other saucy ongoing buzz, Drew Brees is still not under contract. Maybe it's a little surprising that they didn't get a deal done before free agency opens, or they haven't yet, with it right uh, around the corner now. A report had emerged on Thursday night that Brees wouldn't be able to uh, take part in the legal tampering period, which would obviously not be cool. That turned out not to be true. <laughs> Both the NFL and the NFLPA uh, told Pro Football Talk, which is a upstart Football website? A very active blog. That Breeze, through his agent, can negotiate, can negotiate with other teams when the window opens on Monday. Ooh, is Drew Breeze going to get a little frisky next week? Wes rolls his eyes. I I motion for a new role on this podcast. No more Drew Brees talk until Greg is willing to go out on a limb and say that he signs with a different no team way. than the Saints. I would never say Well, that. then it's not even news. I, I just, it's the same conversation we've had multiple times. Well, but now we're here three days apart, uh, three days before free agency, and we're seeing it. The agent and the team are starting to battle through what the media. We we're getting the NFLPA involved. People are leaking different things. Tensions are rising, and I do think— And then he signs with the Saints. I do think he might end up talking to other teams, yeah. Talking! You know, I get invited down to the lab, and it's like, oh, I got invited down here so mommy and daddy can fight all the time in front of me. Don't like it. I, I don't blame you. And you know what else I don't like? Who's the mommy? Greg treats <laughs> Greg treats Drew, Bre- Drew Brees news like Total Access does with Le'Veon Bell or Des Bryant. It's just got to be in the news. The 135-pound male is probably the mommy in this equation. He's the most important player in franchise history, and they're uh, figuring it out. I'll, I'll go so with that. So who's I'll he going to sign with? Wes can cook, though. Yeah, okay, I guess that now I'm really getting That was, Craig. You terrible. stepped into it terrible. right there. I, I, Let's just was, move on. It's, and other things I don't like, uh, the NFL scout, scouting combine. You know what? Come back to us, teams. Come okay. back to us, 32 NFL teams. Every year, and it's become a part, it's become a combine trope. It's like, what's the craziest question that you've been asked and which team asked it? And then the the prospects are like, oh, they asked me if I would, you know, kill a dog or a cat if I had to. And it's like, everybody's like, ah, ha, ha, laugh, put it into your little blog. And it's better than the, the cliched question at the Combine about the devaluation of running backs. I'll take this line of questioning yeah. more. Uh, well, Come back to us, Combine reporters. Former LSU running back Darius Geis said he was at, am I pronouncing that correctly? Wes? That's correct. 
Thanks. Said he was asked questions about his sexuality and whether his mother was a prostitute. We're still asking if moms are hooking. I mean, what? where are we, society? What kind of question is that to ask? During interviews at the Combine last week, and um, I know, And then the explanation from the teams here is, well, the reason you ask those, you want to get under their skin a little bit and see how they react. It's like, well, whatever. You're asking a 20-year-old boy if his mom is a hooker. That's not cool. You're asking a guy if he's gay, which is none of your business. And, it, and, and it's, it's completely backwards. It's, and that, it's arguably illegal. Arguably illegal. Right. Maybe it, not even arguably. It it's against is. the NFL bylines that we we sign the contract every year, and uh, it did. And then I read Bobby Klemko um, uh, wrote a, a piece uh, for SA.com about Baker Mayfield, and uh, your boy's the Browns, Mark. Not to that level, but as soon as he walks in the room, John Dorsey, who's talk about guys that are full of themselves, says, "Wow, so you like food trucks?" And then, according according to Bobby Klemko, with Dorsey's jab, everyone had a nice laugh at Mayfield's expense. Mayfield included. Mayfield got into a scuffle outside a food truck in, when he was in college. Hey, everybody stop giving, you know, coming after these well, players so and it trying tells to you, get them mad. And it's just like silly to me. But you I know don't what, like though? It. I, it tells me, because it's, it's sort of the same stuff you heard going way back, that there's still a lot of age-old, old boys network lug heads running some of these meetings. Well, between and, and I'm not saying that's Dorsey, but Dorsey's an old school duel. I'm not the su- Brown, and I know the leadership has changed, but the Browns of all teams are getting cute asking that question. You're the guy who took, you're the team that took Manziel, and now you're trying to figure out is he the next Manziel? So you're giving this guy crap. We're Play still low, Cleveland. We're still dragging a lot of these uh, old school, long time career NFL guys into the 21st century. Right, right. 18 years later, right. I think it's probably pretty typical of. American and maybe worldwide, but I can only speak to American business at large. I mean, there's a lot of ingrained people that are in positions of power that haven't really caught up to what the social world is right now. But and they're going so to different- get washed out. It's, it's their responsibility. Well, they're getting to- washed out, and they're going to continue to right, get Right, but there's out. a lot of them are still in power and have And there are more in the NFL backwards. than there are in other sports. That's the thing, because yep, you can fail true. in the NFL in the front office or at the coaching level and keep getting rehired over and over and over. That's Evan Silva's uh, cocoon theory. Love that. There is this idea. It's almost like it's become these questions that these guys, it's become like performative because these teams know that then it will get reported and then the teams will look interesting or funny or different. It's just like enough. Well, not in this case. Not in this case. He should call them out. That's a PR disaster for whoever gets, whoever they find out. He should call them out. He should just be like. Change. Move. Evolve. That's what's happening in the news. A quick listener's note. We recorded this segment before Jarvis Landry was traded to the Browns. Enjoy. Okay, here we go. Go get my lunch. You piece of garbage. All right. GoGetMyLunch.org is where you could see the updated standings and all the history of this great game where each of us make predictions about various league tentpole events, this time free, well, yeah, tentpole events, kind of, who cares, Uh, free agency. In this case, uh, we will go through it around the room three times uh, with predictions, and then we all will get an opportunity to either agree with that prediction or say, 
no, 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 no. You go get my lunch, monster. Uh, you're wrong. I'm going against you on it. And a, a little check of the all-time standings. Um, Maybe we don't do that. Greg, you and I are in a great all-time war. Um, all-time. I mean, I haven't seen any sandwiches since our Super Bowl sandwich prop, so I am. I will continue uh, with this process. Under protest. But, uh, I'm, I'm a in a similar concerning. place. A little concerned. Um, I am at first at 54. Although I don't point. think I even did well in the Super Bowl. I am in first place at 54.1%. Greg, you are right behind at 53.9% all oh, time. Yeah, you guys are so far ahead of me. Wes at 50.7%. How can I make up that distance? Well, it's funny. When, you, when we've uh, actually had 200 games, yeah. quote unquote, it's, it's, hard, actually, it's a little harder yeah, to get. You're, yeah. you're like eight games behind. And <laughs> Mark, you're at 44.2% all time. And you had asked Mark uh, if I had really struggled last season. No, I did not. In fact, last year was Chris Wessling's Waterloo, a 3-9 and nine mark, uh, and 0-4 for four on predictions. So Wes needs a big I had cancer. Back. <laughs> I was. <laughs> he had something growing inside him. Get off his back. I, I, I'm recalling one, fairness, one of that 10-pole event. Where know you, it. you didn't know it. It was still fairness. affecting my body and my mind. <laughs> All right. Well, it's fair. Listen, who are we to say? By the way, Colleen, 61.2%. Colleen is actually in first place. She's 19 and She's 12, not, while we've had 200 and something. Uh, it's like in baseball where you need to appear in like two-thirds of your Team yeah, games. she's like a September caller. Yeah, she needs more at bats to qualify for this, but she's done very well in limited. Well, you know who should be embarrassed is our is our editor Ali Bonpuri, a zero point zero percent. What a nightmare! Mm-hmm. Total nightmare. All right, full blue tar. Amazing, even so, shows up to work. We're going around the room three <laughs> times, but what we always do, we have one universal prop. You guys ready for the universal prop? Are you ready? Yes, we're ready. Plug in, kissing cousins, because it's about Kirk Cousins. Where does Kirk Cousins land? What team does he sign with? It is the flashpoint. It is the everything revolves around this decision, especially in the quarterback market. Uh, so let's go around the room. Everyone just make their, make their pick. Nick Fortier at GoGetMyLunch.org will be cataloging Mark Sessler. We are going with Kirk Cousins out of the gate here. I mean, I just set it up. I am going like, to. I'm going Vikings. seconds straight. I'm going Vikings. Vikings. Do you want to give like a quick reasoning why? I mean, unless you've sense. been in a cave for four weeks, you know why. I mean, it's like they're linked <laughs> together. There's right. a lot of cash in Minnesota. They're not really super committed to any of their Bunsen own quarterbacks. Or between Mark and Dan here. <laughs> no, I mean, no, not at all. But I think it's, it's, it's self-explanatory if you've been following right. the tea leaves of free agents. But it doesn't mean it's definitely happening. Not at all. But I, to me, it's, yes. it's my favorite of the group. Wes, that is the smart money. That's the smart pick. Yes, that is the smart money. Um, smart sandwich. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get risky in in this year's edition because I have to make up some ground as Greg That's pointed a risky out. Move too. Yeah, I know it's a risky move, but um, for me, I'm not gonna doubt John Elway, John Elway's ability to get his man once he gets ooh, him in a room. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm going with the Broncos. I realize I guess, that's a dark horse pick. We, it, I feel like we always always get this group one wrong, and the dark horses win a lot of the time. You know what mm. I mean? Um, you, it's funny because the Broncos, everyone immediately when this this started with Cousins said, "Oh, Denver, it's yeah, done. Uh, John Elway, he he recruited Peyton Manning. They have a needed quarterback. It all makes sense." Uh, and you got Von Miller, like I like Lucky Charms too, and you have all that stuff. But now it's kind of gone away from Denver, so that's a good one, Wes. That's a nice dark horse. We'll see. Because it all makes sense. Still, it's not like it doesn't make sense. There's only four teams that are even in the mix. It seems like, and I, I would put the Broncos maybe as they're they're in there because of Elway. 
Um, and okay, now I'll go. I will say yes. I had, I tweeted about it. I had a dream. I had a real dream. Uh, two nights ago, a premonition. I saw Kirk Cousins in a hallway, and I had just learned that he had signed with my New York Jets. And I ran to Kirk, and I hugged. I, none of this is a joke. This is not a bit. I hugged Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, and I said, congratulations, man. Best of luck to you, man. And he said, thanks a lot. And he seemed like a really nice guy. Mm. And then I went back and, and read about it and watched coverage of it. And there were people saying, oh, bad move by Cousins. He should have went to the Vikings. Win now, win now, win now. But no, in this premonition, he joins gangrene. So that is my choice. It's getting some more buzz lately that, that, that they could actually do this. Well, we it know makes that, all the sense. I mean, he is a great well. guy. It, some of his teammates have been throwing some shots lately. He likes and money. My dream, he they have money. Well. They have a lot of money. He loves money. Who doesn't love money? I mean, I'd say some people, it might not be the thing that drives them. I'm not sure it drives Kirk Cousins, but we won't know because he's exceedingly rich and has been filthy rich for years. He'll be fine. No all right, Greg, how about no you? Regrets. So so far, this is unprecedented, by the way. Usually, like last year, we had the same question was about Adrian Peterson. Uh, three or four of us said Raiders, I believe. <laughs> um, and he ended up, of course, signing with the Saints to disastrous results. So far in this... All three of us have chosen different landing spots. The only other landing spot is Arizona. So, Greg, are you going to just... No, although I, I have noticed how Rap Sheet keeps banging this He's banging Arizona drum. Yep. drum. But I'm going to go with the safe answer and just go with Minnesota. I mean, I don't know if that's safe or not. I think Denver and Minnesota are the two I can I can imagine in my mind's eye. But I like that fit with the Vikings. All right. There you go. Now let's start uh, with uh, each of our individual props. Mark, get us going. All right, DeMarco Murray, we just talked about him. I say that DeMarco Murray will land with a team in the NFC East. <laughs> well, he's not going back to Dallas. He's I think he could potentially. I, Dallas, I, could, I can see Dallas. That's the he's thing. definitely not going to Philly. But you're right, the other three teams need running backs, kind of like that. I uh, already immediately regret putting DeMarco Murray into our top 101. I think he's like 92, and now I look at it, and I'm like, oh, why did we do that? We agreed on that one. You think he will get signed, though? Oh, yeah. Question I think, there. I think yeah. he'll get signed. I think it might take some time for him to get signed. I like this one, Mark. You've got me really on the fence. I have a general rule. I always take Mark up, so I will take you up on this. <laughs> well, because typically they're absurd. <laughs> this one's good, though. <laughs> this you, one's good. This yeah, feels this is, like you might catch some sandwiches. So he's not going back to Philly. The old sandwich catcher bet. He's Never not going know. back to Philly, but Dallas, where, where's Al Morris? Is he still in the He's, he's not currently a free agent himself, and they don't have a Darren McFadden in the building Giants right now. certainly could use a, Giants, a, a running Redskins, back. Redskins, never know. Redskins, I could, they definitely need a running back. Yeah, they, I'll they take like, you up on this. Uh, just yeah. the odds are... Oh, you got 28 to 4, so... Right. I'll take you up on it. I, I will take you up as a matter of principle as well. Spins my comeback. Yeah, I think I think he might be onto something. Uh, Wes, you're up. This is uh, especially for Greg. Richard Sherman gets more guaranteed money oh, no. than Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, no. I need to. Uh, Oof. You caught him flat-footed. He well, didn't no. get a chance to well, study the market. Well, just because I needed extra ones, and I have one that's almost too similar. Maybe I'll just throw it out right now, and we'll just have the Richard Sherman. Oh, no. That's, that's too confusing. Hang on. <laughs> gets more guaranteed money than Teddy Bridgewater. I think they both could be on one-year deals. Although Sherman probably has a little better chance of 
Maybe getting two. Sherman gets more than Teddy? Mm-hmm. I think Teddy could end up. I'll, go, I'll take you stuff. up on it. The the chance I think is I don't think it'd be crazy for Sherman to get like a two year a two year deal, but yeah, ultimately I do think Teddy will do better. I'll take you up because I think some team out there is going to view Teddy Bridgewater as a legit potential starter, and he'll sneak past Sherman in the guaranteed money column. I think it's a coin flip with Bridgewater. He could either get a deal that surprises you a little bit, or he could get. One year, $3 million. Yep. Um, I think Sherman's going to end up getting more. So I will not take you up on it, right? You said Sherman Correct. will? I said Sherman will. Yeah, I will not take you up. I agree with you. I think he will get – I think he'll get paid. Even though he is his own agent, which gives me pause. And I like the Russell Kuhn got paid. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I don't want to – Great example. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to speak ill of Sherman's abilities at a bargaining table. He's a very smart guy. He went to Stanford. But he's also a novice in this. We'll see. I'll, I won't take. <laughs> it. Should I throw out my Richard Sherman one? I, I'm sure. not going to pivot. Go ahead. Unless I did a Drew Brees, unless I threw that in there, I, I'm going to go. Oh. Richard Sherman will not be among the top five cornerbacks in the market in guaranteed money. All right, who do you got? You got Malcolm Butler. You got Tremaine Johnson. Who Malcolm Johnson. Butler? By the way, people are throwing a lot of cold water on his market that he might have to accept like a one. Yeah, because your team poisoned his market. Hope you feel good about that. Thrown a sleeve. I hope he returns to the Patriots. Seems unlikely, God. but you never know. Uh, Malcolm Butler, Tremaine Johnson. What are the other cornerbacks in the Kyle top? Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller. He won't be in the top five? Won't even be in the top five. <clears throat> Wes said he's the number one cornerback in his market. Guaranteed Shad, money? Shad Breland out But there? I'm not ranking on what NFL teams are going to no, pay. I, I I'm ranking that. on how well he's going to play. <clears throat> I think he's going to sign an incentive-laden contract with not a lot of uh, guaranteed money, so I will not take you up. Hmm, not even top five. Maybe should have made it longer. Hmm. You're saying not? He will not be top. He won't five. even be. I will top take five. you up. You Why not? Be, you would have to be. Sick. The only way I win these things is to continually take everyone up on everything. That's typically the, smart. Yes. Yeah. Generally, the way to go. Dan and I, the best winning percentage. We also have the most games played, which I think because we've we've taken that approach. Warriors. Warriors. So, um, Jay Gaines. Hmm. Brent Grimes. I'd be I'd be relying on someone kind of random, you know, sneaking in. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you. It. I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take it. I changed my mind. I'm gonna take you up on it. There's just not enough guys there. Uh, you you also could be hoping we'll for see. like a, a big name cut or something to happen. Right. Yeah. That's that's the wild card. Yeah. There's, There's a lot of guys. Claiborne. Who knows? I'm or like the Dominican Sue moves to cornerback. I'm counting on the market. Just you know. I mean, he's going to finish behind Butler, Johnson, and Fuller, most likely. This is guaranteed money? Guaranteed, yes. Okay. To be clear, yes. But can he make more guaranteed money than Brent Grimes or Rashad Breeland? Yeah, I think he can. So I, I don't think he can than Breeland, but that's me. Yeah, okay. I think Breeland's going to make money. Here's mine. Here we go. <clears throat> I've had this theory in, in mind since the day I heard Larry Fitzgerald was coming back to Arizona. I've mentioned it on the podcast. I think... Uh, he is such a beloved figure in that uh, region, on that team. He's royalty that they will not hang Larry Fitzgerald out to dry with a rookie quarterback or some bum. Uh, and I don't want to say bum, but they, it won't be a, a veteran off the street that doesn't have recent track record of success. I think they're going to give him someone that the fan base can get a little excited about. So I look to the Minnesota Vikings who have Sam Bradford, who would qualify. 
who have Case Keenum, who would qualify, and who have Teddy Bridgewater. All three, I think, would qualify as something the fans could say, okay. Well, so how are we measuring How are we measuring Let me finish. Okay. finish. Uh, They could all get behind it. I need to finish. All right. Continue on. Go. It's... Just let me finish, okay? (laughs) This is uncomfortable. The Arizona Cardinals will sign one of those Vikings quarterbacks that played in 2017. I I cannot take you up on this because, unfortunately, and I'm showing Dan the paperwork, that was was one of my props. How random is that, that the Cards would sign a Vikings quarterback? Wow, because they're uh, not going to get Kirk Cousins, I don't think. You I usually know, take... Rashid's beating the drum, so I think they'll have to settle for the secondary market. I don't think they'll go through the draft with Larry Fitzgerald there in his last season. I think they'll get a veteran QB, and those are the best ones in the market. I mean, I had one of mine extra ones was Teddy Bridgewater of the Cardinals, and just mm-hmm. hearing Steve Keim and hearing ownership on down, they are talking about attacking the quarterback market in the draft, in free agency. They have no quarterbacks. You're going to have to sign probably two quarterbacks and draft one or do that in reverse order. So I won't take you up because I think that if you're looking at a legit starter, a challenger, it has to come from Minnesota. Who else is even in the mix? I guess but Josh, Josh McCown? McCown type. But I mean, that's not... AJ, that's, I could see Josh McCown. Which would make sense. Would make, that's AJ, not a fan excitement, guy. AJ McCarron. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Drew Brees. Wes? <laughs> I could really see Josh McCown, but I think the math tells me that I... I can't take this because I. Mm. The chances. I got are, no action on this. No, no action. It's you know what? It's a good one, but it's too. It's it makes too much sense. Mm. Process of elimination. I got to pivot to coming up with something else here. Bad planning. Do you want to take a? Well, it, it, we got it. Well, I've already gone, so we're going back to Mark. I got time. I'm I'm good. All right. Okay, Mark. You're All right. Now, I know we don't want long window ones, but this has to happen if it's going to happen in the next. Month. It's got to happen probably in the middle of free agency or well before the draft. Joe Thomas retires. Wow. I'll take you on it. Before this. Well, it's flipping the coin. But I, I think well, we need to put an end date on it. I mean, no, I think it's going to happen. But like, I, I'd say before the draft, distinctly okay. before the draft. Is that fair? Because he's, yeah, that's fine. He's, he told them he's going to have to let them know who they have to pick. I know stuff. before the draft. So that, yeah. that's yeah. it. Okay. I know Mark has sparrows that he talks to. He's, he's friendly with several of the uh, beat reporters. So oh, he's you, got sources inside that building. All the time you'll hear Mark say, oh, this is happening, or I heard this. So you're, this is not being pulled out of thin air. Well, the sources has, are say the opposite, actually, nope. around this one. I'm saying there's somebody that's in your ear that said this could happen. You're not just – because obviously why – if the sources are <laughs> – I, I don't actually think that – I, 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 I'd like for you to think that. You have a Mary Kay Cabot <laughs> or someone from the actual – Browns.com telling you. The, your face gave it away, Mark. You <laughs> no, tried, no. You tried I, to keep it. I, honestly, the reason I went with this direction, because I think if I said he will return, I don't get any action on that because Rap Sheet said at the Combine he's coming back. You're right. Likely. I'm taking you up right. on it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you're too. getting action. Yeah, I want I'm act- taking that action. And you're right. I don't think anybody would take you if you said that he's coming back. got to be boring. Yeah. I will lose, but it's not. But it's there's not, a sparrow. There's a sparrow. I, like, I, I will be honest. In this case, there is an, 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 there is no sparrow on this one. I it's like the way you feeling. play this game. I actually you don't even care whether you win. You just want action. I just <laughs> I I, th- I think for him, what I want to think about is why would he come back? The yeah. money the money is one thing, but unless you're going to come back for three or four seasons, I'm looking in your eyes right now. I don't, I don't have nope, a sparrow. Somebody said something to you. I mean, I'm telling you the Can truth. Can I look at you your will... DMs on your on your uh, tweet deck? Sure. <laughs> I have nothing on this one. I'm just saying, why, about, would, why would he come back for one season outside did of Did Mary money? Kay Cabot tell you that Joe Thomas is I'm not retiring. in conversations how, with Mary How Kay. about we get to look at your Facebook messenger? 
back and forth. I mean, talk that, about it. I, I, he's I, very I'm using Facebook. Facebook. I'm I, actually using Facebook probably. I, I would like. I feel like we might find out. It, this is like when they're investigating Trump or any, you know, any yeah, sort so, of legal. Yeah, that's thing. A, there's here's the and real parallel. They never, they never really find what they what they are initially looking for. But then you find some other things. Did you it. have unless a, you're Tom Brady and you smash your phone? Did you have a boozy conversation with Mike Silver at the combine? No. You heard from Hugh Jackson, his boy. He would that not, Joe Thomas he, is having major doubts. He would not tell me. He would not tell me a word, yes or no, Mike Silver. Nate Ulrich. No. Has he told you anything? No. Tony, Tony Grossi. Grossi. I, no, I, not at all. I like the fact that you believe this is information. Daryl Reuter. Nope. None of those <laughs> Did Daryl Reuter tell you anything? Not at all. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm Wes? taking it. Are you? Yeah, we're all taking it. We're all okay. taking it. All right. You got a lot of sandwiches on the line. Good job, Mark. Kyle Fuller signs a contract with a team not named the Chicago Bears. That doesn't mean he can't also sign a contract with the Bears, but he will sign with another team. He said like an offer sheet? That the Bears yeah, have he sends an offer sheet. Oh, I agree with you, right? Isn't he? I think this one is. What am I missing here? Well, I... not all transition tag guys sign with another team. I think this is a case where it's pretty close to 50-50 just because that, yeah. that number for him is so high and he has an interesting really up and down career. So it's it's possible he won't. I don't think it's crazy. I'm not going to take you up on that, too. Ultimately, I do think some team will go for him. I would guess that the numbers say way more than half do not sign of transition tag player do not sign with another team. I mean, it's not used that often. Alex Mack signed a sheet, I believe, with the Jaguars. So, Is that how that went down? Yeah. Um, Olivier Vernon had one, and then they took it off of him before he even signed with the, the Giants. So refresh my memory. They get to shop themselves. It's like a restricted free agent. Kind right. of. Yeah. He's basically a free agent. And uh, except the Bears get nothing in return. So he's going to go out there and he's going to try to get a great deal elsewhere. And the Bears are, are hoping he doesn't. I think that he will get an offer because I think he's at a, a position of need and he's he's, he's, a, he's the right age that, and all that stuff yes. coming off a great year. So I think he will get an offer. I do too. You say he will as well? All right. Uh-uh, nothing. No. Nobody reeled nobody in on that. That's okay. two, two no reels. We need a better word for that. Small fish. No reels. No reels. <laughs> All right. This one, Greg, this is right out of your playbook. You ready? Yes. Amongst non-quarterbacks. <laughs> so you take out Kirk. You take out Drew. And let me just cover myself here. Um, take out Indomitian Sue if he hits the market. <laughs> okay. Andrew Norwell gets the most guaranteed money in free agency. Guard. A lot of percolating buzz that he's going to the Giants, and it's almost a done deal already. I looked at your boy, Mark, Kevin Zeitler, mm. last year. Got a, sh- a crap ton of money, yeah. uh, uh, guaranteed money. And you look at everyone else in the in the top ten for your guys' 101. I think, uh, I think Norwell, again, offensive line, which is a major premium position in free agency because everybody stinks. He's going to get paid a lot of dough by his boy, Dave Gettleman. So take out Sue and Cousins and Breeze? Yeah. And you get the field. Hmm. I'll take the field just as a matter of principle. I think this is a good – a good. Uh, Come on, Andrew. A good, a good wager prop by, by Dan because I think Norwell would – I thought you would like this. Certainly one. has a chance. Thought yeah, this would he, has, he has a solid chance. I unfortunately have a very similar one bit. coming next. I will, I will take you up in the spirit of the game. I, I think you're – Again, though, it's logical. Nice one. Logical. Hmm. You know who I would keep an eye on if I were you? 
Well, we'll I'll get to it. But Sheldon Richardson's one guy I think keep an eye on hmm. for cert. I think he's sure. got to do a pro- Although he probably isn't getting. <laughs> I want to take you up on it too. And I feel like Sammy Watkins could be a wild card. Yep, I looked at him. Solder, you never know. Allen Robinson. You never know. Yeah, you know. Norwell's kind of the safest bet of all of I these agree. guys. He's kind of, to me, he's the favorite, but that doesn't mean he's it, he's likely to actually be the guy if that makes I agree less with, than 50. I agree with Greg, but out of principle, I'm going to take the field. All Ooh. right, like it. It's, like a, it. it's a very, well played. Thank you. And it might cost me everything, but. No, I, you might have you might have lured us into a trap there. That was well done. <laughs> all right, Greg. Well, I had a similar one, but I'm sticking with it because it's a little different. Tremaine Johnson will get the most guaranteed money of any defensive player. And you can throw in Sue or anyone else that happens to get cut in the meantime, too. Tremaine Johnson of the Rams. Of, uh, the most of any defensive player. Of any defensive player, Tremaine Johnson gets it. He's going to get into the 49ers' pockets. I think he's so that, is he's, that the buzz? He's so well not set even up really basing this on anything other than are the 49ers signing just literally everyone in free agency? <laughs> so they got like the money. All right, so defense. So Richardson, Kyle Fuller, Malcolm Butler, Sue, Shad Breeland, Sherman, Sue potentially your boy Wilkerson, Honey Badger potentially. Ooh, Honey Badger. Honey Badger. I'll take I, you. I'll, I'll throw in yeah. all the cut guys too. Mm. I'm going to bank on Honey Badger getting cut and signing a big contract with a team that wants that type of guy in their clubhouse and are willing to pay for it. Similar to Dan's, I believe he is the favorite, but I'll still take the field. All right. I will, too. Let's do it. Saucy. Good round. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's back. Keep Breaking the of this. The Oakland Raiders defensive tackle Justin Ellis has agreed to a three-year deal worth $15 million, taking that him is. off the top 101. Big news! It's shaking up the NFL world! Everyone's crazy. Oh, no! Bigger news! ESPN's Adam Schefter reports Mike Evans has agreed to a $82.5 million including $55 million in guarantees. Greg, you got blown out. Oh, I'm sticking with it. Just <laughs> rap sheet reports $17 million a year in the Mike Evans deal, mm. right under Antonio Brown as the highest paid NFL receiver. Wow. I think Greg's news, news might have been yeah. just a little bit bigger. I don't even remember Greg's news. I don't it, either. <laughs> it, has, it has a big impact in my house because now it's time to get that Raiders Ellis jersey that I've been thinking Ooh. about for years for mm. my daughter. It's happening. Mike Evans gets paid a ton of dough, <laughs> makes all the sense in the world. Pair your young quarterback with a young stud wide receiver. Didn't have a great year last year, but was unstoppable the year before. Already getting paid more than Norwell. You're done. <laughs> Does that count? That doesn't count. Uh, I am all out on the Bucks. All out? Uh, they they did me wrong. I'm surprised Cutter a, came back. They did us wrong way. last year. Come on. I don't want to. Eric Cutter's still employed. The man. I know. It's, 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 it's every, real. every few days I suddenly think about that. Like, wait, Cutter and Mike Smith are still their coaches? Oh, like, Mike Smith's still there too? <laughs> like, publicly, that guy was pulling his hair out by week four of the preseason. Uh, Dirk Cutter. And Jameis Winston were like feuding at the end of the season through the newspapers. It's a good point. So, sure. And they went like three and thirteen. Let's bring them back. They brought Fitzy back. You I wonder. Yeah, they beat. I'm the, done with this team. They that's, beat the I'm Saints in that Week 17 game. I think that saved them. All right, here we go. Last time around. Last last time around, Mark. Go ahead. All Wes, right, Wes. A lot of pressure on you, by the way. Coming up here, you never want to go a whole game without anybody getting 
into you. No, he did the first time around. Oh, I right? thought you did. I thought the first two came I, up empty. I sort of misspoke that there were oh. two different ones in general, yours oh. and I got I got a walla walla on my last year. Yeah, I got a walla walla. Now's the time. Let's hang some onion. All right, we will come out of free agency with a scenario I'll take this. that takes <laughs> takes on a nickname bigger than the helmet cat. No, I'll, I'll, take <laughs> All right, um, I'll take it. How about this one? Free agency fallout. I really feel like this is going to happen. There will be a high-profile firing at the sort of tail-end fallout of free agency because one team that goes in with big plans totally open face botches what they were trying to do and it creates a PR disaster and there is a big name firing. Even before the draft, they didn't even get a big name oh, firing. Yeah. Well, obviously, take how do we define the parameters I, on big name firing? Yeah, Does it, it have to be a general manager? So it, has it would to be need bo- to be someone that would talk at the combine. Like someone a general that would, manager. Yeah, not like, not like, oh, the fifth guy in the... I'm, I'm, Going for simplify it. it, a coach or a GM. I think coach or GM, or or like let's say a personnel, like someone like a like a a football czar. Yeah, someone in the someone world, in a, decision, a, a true decision maker. We we can all like Tannenbaum would count, for instance. Yeah, like right. technically some sort of other someone dude. like that. We right. we can and the, and the end date is the draft again. Yes, and I I I'm glad I pre took this. I actually would like <laughs> pre took. I am gonna pre like the ACT. I'm gonna pre take Mark's third prop. Just moving forward. Forever. <laughs> Just indefinitely. I will also take this one. Now, per- take. personnel groups and I think sometimes even GMs get cleared out right after the draft. We're talking before the draft. Doug Whaley, for instance, did last year. Scott McLuhan. So I, I Let will, me ask you a question. It should like, be let's, before. Let's, okay. I mean, I, I think it's before. If it's after, it's probably uh, – that could happen for other reasons that would, right. be, would be messier. I, I really think it will be in response to – like in-house fighting that leaks out to the press okay. based on a free agency disaster. So the the deadline is, I believe, April 26th. Sure, when the, by the first pick of the draft. Okay, I'm in. You got you got three wagers there. All right, Wes, last one. The Arthur Jones Memorial, <laughs> one team versus the field. Yep, I got one too. So go. Ahead. But this one is going another level deeper. Whoa. Both A.J. McCarron and Terrell Pryor signed with the Cleveland Browns. You guys get the other 31 teams. A.J. McCarron and who? Pryor? Oh! Wes and I had the same exact bet. I also had that my last one was going to be Terrell Pryor Pryor to the Browns. Uh, I can't take you because I I believe it will happen, and I had it as as one myself. Yeah, because this goes against Greg, though, because you get all all 31 teams. Yeah, I'll probably – I'll take it. And two things have to happen. I think think it's a clever one because I do think there's a really good chance you'd get it right, though, just because – I think McCarron's happening. I just think they these are two players that the Browns love more than the rest of the league, and we know it. This trap – this lure was thrown out specifically to get Greg Rosenthal. You well, got him. Yeah. I well, in, in I set theory, this I trap just, for for Greg. In theory, I could just say no. Then just to <laughs> goes against <laughs> everything you believe in. Give Greg the field; he'll take it. Not everything. Not only the field, I but believe. double permutation. I believe in a double prong. We've got an unwieldy prom. mechanism here. <laughs> I believe in children. Is I this believe, a Whitney Houston song? I believe in professional tennis. You are speaking out loud, Greg. but I'll I'll talk I'll take that. All right, just to make it more interesting, I'll take it too because even though I threw Pryor out there, it's, that's another one of those things where oh, it makes so much sense for Trail Pryor to go back to the Browns, but does it really? What if another team likes him a lot and offers him more money? I think yeah, I I feel like McCarron. McCarron feels more predestined at this point, but yeah. that even that, who knows? So I will take you, but okay. it makes sense. It's a good one, and you took mine, so I just, I'm going to go. 
I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants and say, um, even though a lot of people say it won't happen for a while because teams are going to want to see um, uh, how he's recovering and blah, blah, blah. Richard Sherman signs uh, within... Hmm. A lot of Sherman. Within three weeks of the start of free agency. That's the onion hanger? Okay, um, three weeks of the start of free agency. I think he will. Okay. It's widely thought that he will not, that teams are going to wait this thing out. Going against the football cognoscenti. I think he will. I'm looking for a coin to flip. Yeah, this one feels up in the air because I could see he's a good enough player that a team's just going to take the chance and get it done, like a team like the 49ers, how you mentioned. Mm, just for sporting purposes, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it, sure. Okay. I think it's 50-50. Greg, close it up. <laughs> Mine was going to be Marshawn Lynch gets cut. After all this talk by the Raiders, mm. bye-bye. I love it. I mean, you got what it happened? What's the time frame here? Just open ended. It's uh, a good question. Yeah, I'll even say by the end of March. Yeah, I think I'll any of these need it. to be before the draft, right? Um, I, I'll take you, but I I think that you got you're onto something there. After all this, ooh, this is our guy. No, it's exactly. Ooh, yeah, it'll yeah, be the yeah. It'll, yeah. Oh yeah, wait, it's John Gruden. Bye. I will not take you. He's Gruden's already out having dinner with Doug Martin. There's no, I'm not taking that one. Okay, there you go. So Nick Fortier does a great job every year uh, organizing this. He also has that great drops board. Uh, if you want to check out uh, some golden around the NFL podcast drops, uh, his sound his soundboard. Uh, so check that out at gogetmylunch.org. We will be back on Monday uh, for the beginning of the legally ta- legal tamping, tampering period. Uh, and then we will have shows Wednesday, uh, which will be the start of free agency. We'll show will go up a little bit later because we want to have some of this info in hand. And then we'll have a Friday show that will be kind of clearing uh, up the first week, the debris uh, of the tsunami. Now it's kind of like a signing tsunami. Is that fair to say as well? There'll be some cut, cut tsunami. And then the next week after that. Oh, yeah. We're going to be heading to Orlando. Oh, yeah. Beautiful Orlando, where for the first time ever, the Around the NFL podcast as a foursome will be recording live from the owners' meetings. Uh, So we're very excited about that. We're going to do two shows from Orlando in the last week of March. So things are happening. Shadowy League figures were excised from the building, and a direct result of that means the show has some support. And that's nice. What, did I say too much? No, no, not at all. Greg and I have been to this uh, double, gigantic this only- castle hotel in Orlando. This is You're going to like well, this, the, the digs. This famously is- went jogging together. <laughs> so this is the one owner's meeting where I've been to. And, yes, famously we went jogging and saw Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. Very nice. I'm very path. nice to us. Uh, okay, so a lot of fun stuff coming up uh, as the NFL uh, calendar gets into a real saucy portion. But let's get out of here. Have a good weekend, everybody. This is Dan Hansis signing off for The Quiet Storm, the mailman, the old boss, and Miss Moneybags. Lindsay Fulton behind the glass. Give me some of that money, Lindsay. Give me it. Give me it. Till Monday.
Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.